The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. January 1st, 2014. A new show is born. Unlike anything else, it will go on to revolutionize true crime storytelling. Immersing listeners into the horrors of reality. Its name? Sword and Scale. It's a show that can't be heard just once. This is Sword and Scale Rewind. Hey everybody, welcome to Sword and Scale Rewind. Uh, so excited to hear, be here. Yeah. Not be, I'm, and be. You should also be excited to be. I have a cold. My name is Stephanie Wilder-Taylor. I might sound a little different because I'm I'm suffering with a cold. It's the worst, right? It is. According to Dr. Drew, there is an upper respiratory thing going around Southern oh. California. We asked him. Okay. Well, mine is upper respiratory. It's Called in it. the head and in the chest. Now, I don't want to bring up bad memories, but when we first started our show 111 episodes ago, I had – this was years ago. I had had a terrible bout of bronchitis. Terrible. 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 Now, we had had our first four episodes scheduled to record a few months in advance. There was a lot of like hoopla and excitement around it. Mike had flown out here. I was going to say, Mike himself was there here was for no, it. I was not going to be able to. First of all, the cold had already lasted a while. It was on the tail end, but I still had, I had the cough part. And... I'm a sober person, so there was not going to be any, like, cough medicine with codeine in it. There wasn't anything to really quiet it down. Mm-hmm. But I had taken cough me- – I'm just saying, in my defense, I had taken cough medicine. Matt, I, I think you can hear from my voice. This still hurts. It's, it still hurts my feelings. It's a deep wound. So we go to record the podcast because we have to. And we are working in state-of-the-art facilities. Am I right? This is Adam Carolla's studio. This is We have the Guinness Book World Record for most downloaded podcast in the entire world. Right. So arguably the greatest podcast network of all time. So 
it's possible that Mr. Adam Carolla feels that there's absolutely nothing he could say that would need to be muted, He's, including a cough. That's, that's gold, right? The, I'm not even joking. The man uses sniffing. He goes <laughs> to like prove a very good point. So the coughing, the sniffing, yes, right? all integral. He's like Don Knotts. <laughs> that's correct. With the sniffing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I had bronchitis. Apparently, I thought I was leaning way away from the mic. I've been in the podcast game a minute or two, mm-hmm. you know. Got some shows Despite under your belt. all the comments that we got that were like, what a hole did this girl come out of that's with the cough? Has she never heard of a podcast before? You don't cough. Yeah, I know that. Okay, <laughs> I know that. I was trying so hard. I was holding them in. I was bending all the way. I was like doing squats on the floor to get away from the mic. But I was coughing. And it went on for four episodes because they all took place within the same few hours. So the audience was like, God, this woman's been sick for a month. Yeah. A month now. Or they're just like, she's got some kind of coughing tick that's just going to be intolerable. (laughs) Which I understand. Sure. But it wasn't the case. But people went crazy on the comments. Right. And I was like, oh, no. But listen, everyone gets sick. We're all friends. We're all friends here. I feel like the loyal listeners have heard you get healthy. You're so strong now, Stephanie. You're so much healthier now than you once were. So I feel like people have forgiven you. They may not say it, you know, but in their hearts, they forgive you. Some of the cases we've covered, you know, I've had to recover just from the topics. Right. And I've I've worked through my sadness, my fears, my anxieties. I've journaled. I'm good. I'm ready to go. All this to say, if <laughs> if Stephanie coughs, she will yeah. be summarily executed yeah. upon the completion of the episode. Yeah, and I may cough, so you know what? Fuck off. Oh, See, now I just erased the all the goodwill. Now? <laughs> all right. Listen, today's episode, by the way, you're Matt Fondelier. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? I've been sick on this show, too. I've coughed a couple times, You have? Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not just you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 111. This was a good one. It was. Not going to lie. I liked it because it was so simple. Really simple. It was just two people who both had conflicting stories and you as the listener could pretty quickly figure out the truth. And it was just enjoyable. But something that I'm going to uncover, not yet. But I don't know if you – because you may not have done research. When Let's – just to go behind the curtain. Pull we back. take turns uh, producing them. Right. So when I produce it, you know, I go behind the, behind the scenes mm-hmm. and find out what updates I can find, all that stuff. And you just listen so that you can comment. Yeah. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll listen twice. I don't know. Maybe you'll do a little – maybe you'll – you know, sometimes you get – anyway, but the point is I had already se- – I had seen a dateline – about this story. Really? And yeah, so I knew what to go look for. And it was something that Mike didn't really uncover oh. that you're going to be, I think, interested in. Anyway, it's a this convoluted- This is a rewind exclusive. Yeah, it's a convoluted story. It's about Sabrina Limon. Limon. Limone. Uh, and her husband, Robert Limon. Her boyfriend, yes, Jonathan Hearn. And her BFFs, Jason and Kelly Bernatine. I remember them well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, they lived in this little suburban kind of community called Silver Lakes. And it was, you know, they were all, it was like a bunch of, like, couples and families with young kids. I liken it to, um, well, for anybody that's from L.A., like Valencia, 
which is where Magic Mountain is, which is like sort of a new city where, you know, a lot of people moved in and they got to buy a house for cheaper and they were like gated communities and they're all new models. They just, you know, I wouldn't want to live in a place like that, but people love it and they feel like they can raise their families. Yeah, okay. a little suburban community kind of. Yeah. But like hipper. The first thing we find out is that Sabrina met her husband when they were very young. She was only 18. And um, <clears throat> and here's what she liked about him. Keep in mind, if you've heard the episode, that she hasn't murdered. So just keep that in <laughs> mind. Robert and I, we got along so well because we were very much alike. We were very um, compatible. We both were energetic. We both loved life and people. <laughs> Can't even make it through the clip. Wow. It's scary because... We both love life. I mean, I loved it a little bit more than him. <laughs> I, Hopefully. See, I was actually laughing even more. She's like, we're both energetic. We're both so full oh, of yeah, enthusiasm. Like, totally. It, it, honestly, I thought there was like a robot filter on her voice. But right. yeah, we both loved life. Both lovers uh, of life. Both uh, full of energy and joie de vie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Couldn't... We were an unstoppable couple. Power couple. <laughs> Oh. Okay. So Sabrina and Robert, they have the, like a typical suburban life. They buy a house. They turn out a couple ankle biters. And their main thing that they love doing was hanging with their BFFs, their best couple friend, Jason and Kelly. Mm. You know, having brewskis, grilling dogs, you know, the huge. It's going to be my weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Now, Jason was a firefighter and, and Robert Lemon was a firefighter. So those two, they were bra. Mm. Bras. You know I've seen I mean? I've seen Rescue Me. I watched all the seasons of that. The, right. The firefighters, you can't see it, but I'm crossing my fingers. They, right. They're like that. They're tight. Yep. They're like, I bet you they cry together. Mm. They can hang out on their own, you know? Of course they're gonna respect each other's ladies, you know? Totally. And respect each other's lives. Um but those two were friends and then the women were friends and all of them were friends. So Ten years go by. Um, Sabrina starts working at the samples table at the local Costco. Hmm. Now, uh, and oh, and by the way, and she meets a younger man named Jonathan Hearn. And here's his side of the story. It was the second or third time that I ran into her. She had remembered my name and uh, spoke to me directly saying, hi, Jonathan, and I couldn't remember her name and feeling bad about that, but then also kind of uh, noticing the fact that she had remembered my name, which was neat. And so I think it was on the third time that I was in Costco that I got her number. At that time and prior to that, I had noticed she had no wedding ring on and hadn't mentioned anything about being married. So I had asked for a number and she gave it. and. We talked and texted, I want to say it was within a week or two after I got her number. She called me one time and set the record straight and said, you know I'm married, right? Because I had been flirting, you know, we'd been flirting back and forth. And um, I explained that I didn't realize she was married. I didn't see that she had a ring on. And she said that at work, she doesn't wear rings. Um, I guess it's not allowed at her place of employment. So jewelry that is okay sabrina i gotta stop you right there okay not to be nancy grace on your ass but look this is where i get to be a forensic psychologist because 
I, too, have worked at Costco. What? Yes, I did. Hell yeah. Yes, girl. Free samples for life. Yes. Okay, I didn't work for Costco, but I worked for a company called Senior Felix. Okay. And I handed out uh, all the samples of burritos, and I microwaved stuff up. Ain't nobody got a rule against wearing your wedding ring. I was wondering about that. That is the biggest load of crap. And first of all, when she's like, when, and then, you know, she called to set the record straight. Oh, you know, I'm married, right? Now, how would he know she's married? That's what I was wondering. Like this idea of them flirting over right. the little pigs in a blanket. Like, how does the wedding ring even come up? Like, right. by the way, I'm married. Oh, but she's cool. not wearing a ring. Yeah. You know, I can't wear a ring because because, you know, rule company rules. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many companies have a rule against wearing a ring. Well, I just feel like every time I've been to Costco, the the sample chicks there's a line, yeah. you know, they're, they're hottie. So I yeah, understand why you don't have the rings. Otherwise, I mean, how else well, are you That gonna... was the other thing I was going <laughs> to say is there were no young hot guys walking around Costco. Sure. None. Yeah. Not a single one. It's just a bunch of depressed husbands being dragged around yes. by their wives. Yes. Or, and the people that, first of all, people at Costco have no manners at the samples table because sure. they will hover around and they'll go back for like thirds and fourths and they'll be like, oh, I haven't tried one. Yes, you did. Am I blind? <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm not wearing a wedding ring because they don't allow jewelry doesn't mean I didn't just see you two seconds ago yeah. eat a pig in a blanket. I just picture them coming back like, hola, como estas? <laughs> Ooh, que bueno. Like, okay, buddy, you were just yeah, here. Yeah, but exactly. Take the sombrero off. Yeah. And then they're... <laughs> Yeah. Well, hello there. Yeah. Like, no, you're the same guy. Also, we don't really care. You can have as many samples. Well, that was the thing. Although I did kind of care just because, you know, that meant I had to go microwave up another burrito. Have you ever sample shamed anybody? Yes. Excuse me, sir. I have. You've been cut (laughs) off. Hey, if you like our show, then please support it by supporting great sponsors like ZipRecruiter.com slash Rewind. You know, you hear that unemployment rates are historically low right now. You think all the good people are already taken? Well, you're wrong. That's where ZipRecruiter comes in. Hiring used to be hard. It would take so much time. You'd think all the best candidates are already taken. Well, ZipRecruiter.com slash rewind. It's going to take all of the stress away from you. Here's the deal. ZipRecruiter will send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. They have a powerful matching technology where they'll scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. My God, that's like no time at all. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash rewind. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash rewind, ZipRecruiter.com slash R-E-W-I-N-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Okay, so (laughs) the thing is, look, I digressed a little bit here, but... This girl was playing with this guy's emotions. For sure. I blame her right from the beginning because you, 
And also, this guy is so innocent. Look at him with the, I mean, she remembered my name. That was neat. Yeah. He's like super Christian, Mm -hmm. you know, like this goody-goody. He's really young. And at this point now, she's like an older 20s. She's got two kids, married lady who, you know. All right. But this is the part of the episode that I'm that I just about mentioned where Mike tells us that the problem for Sabrina is that she got married so young and now 10 years later she's bored because her life had become monotonous mm-hmm. right okay so hang on a second yeah because what Mike doesn't mention in this episode I don't know how he missed this I'm pretty sure he doesn't message uh mention it but they were swingers oh. Did you know that? I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that puts a little wrinkle in things. Like, how bored are you when you're going and having sex with your favorite couple friend right. every weekend? That seems like pretty spicy life already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like what happens, though, maybe when they're like trying to put this episode together, because, again, I think what made it so nice was that it was such a little simple, little wrapped up story. Right. You start going down the rabbit hole of the swingers world. Maybe that just starts to dilute the more important parts of the story. I mean, it does seem relevant, though. Yeah. They called themselves the wolf pack. Hmm. Kid you not. Um, They were fucking each other. That's actually what they were doing. They said, oh, it was just sex acts, not intercourse. That's what um, what's the guy's name? That's what Jason um, Bernatine said on the stand. And he was all kinds of like smirking with the prosecutor with the defense attorney i mean really? he was for the he was for the prosecution so, and none of this was in the episode either Mm-mm. this was all just part of the dateline thing that you saw or you just kind of looked into this well i remembered it from the dateline so then i went and 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 watched yeah. i watched footage of jason testifying against sabrina and i watched him i watched the defense attorney was trying to make it like that they were swingers so he didn't like yeah like, oh, this is just Like, normal. he's not a credible yeah. witness, you know, because they were all whatever. Oh, it's crazy. And, and Sabrina at one point accused Robert of sleeping with Kelly, Jason's wife. But Jason dispelled that. He was like, absolutely not. It was it was pure swinging, you know, with rules, hmm. like boundaries. Yeah. Like, bro code. I, nobody bro code yeah swingers code mm-hmm. nobody was doing anything without the other people being present quite literally in the room with them yeah. probably watching yes exactly exactly so uh so jonathan who's a paramedic and works with robert and jason okay so those two jonathan hearn young stuff and what's her name sabrina start having a full-on affair right. okay Henceforth known as the he, Costco fling, the right. Costco engagement. Okay, so he – Jonathan tries not to because he's this like Christian guy. But somehow he talks himself into it. Of There's a bunch of stuff that Mike did touch on with like, you know, this is part of God's plan. Like right. somehow he rationalizes more than any male I've ever heard of. Ra- and men can rationalize. Yeah, but let me – you already hinted at this a little bit earlier. The guy is kind of like a puss nerd. Oh, so yeah. I feel like just any girl that gave him attention, yes. of course he's he's all in. Oh, he's like, oh, well, she remembered my name, so yeah. that was neat. Is the sample, really? is That's the sample what... girl at Kafka that remembered my name? Yeah, okay, she's married, I guess. It's God's plan. God <laughs> wants us to be together. Yeah, so gross. Okay, so, uh, so Jonathan and Sabrina, one day, you know, after this has been going on, they inevitably have to have the talk. I don't remember how uh, the the conversation was 
came up, but obviously we were discussing killing him. And uh, I know we briefly obviously. discussed, uh, uh, she asked me how, how I thought would be best. And we discussed, uh, how do I you believe, kill him? car accident and know, fire and quickly skipped over those and arrived at poisoning and then did a significant amount of discussion and planning. And why did you settle on poisoning, you and Sabrina? Just because of the, the thought that uh, poisoning could present as a medical issue and not a criminal issue, which would reduce the likelihood of uh, criminal investigation being waged. And so just because of the likelihood or the, the uh, hope of escaping being caught, thought that might be a better option. Okay, so this guy is psychotic. I mean, the way he's retelling this with zero emotion, no remorse, he feels absolutely nothing. You know, I was joking about this during the clip, but it was it was the same as going like, how do you want to kill him? Yeah. I don't know, how do you want to kill him? I don't know. Why do I always have to come up with the ideas on how to kill your spouse? Right. Well, I came up with four ideas and you shut them all down. <laughs> yeah. You came with car accident. Well, how are we supposed to execute that? <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. So if it's if it if I haven't proven to you enough that this guy is a psychopath, listen to this. I uh, examined the product, also <gasps> tested the the dosing, the 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 well, I don't want to say suggested dosing mm-hmm. because no one suggests it, but the what I believe to be the toxic loading dose of arsenic. Uh, and it's a, a dose by weight ratio. And so I experimented with that uh, on a neighbor dog who had caused me considerable issues in the past and put it on some, some meat and put the arsenic, that is, on some meat and gave it to the dog to see what would happen. Uh, well, you can guess what happened. They killed the dog. Poor doggy. I mean... First of all, I hate the way they're talking about it like the like the dog deserved it. He's right. He's so detached. He's like, well, you know, like it was a dog that was giving me some troubles. Yeah. You know what He's I'm talking about? He's like a mafia dude. Considerable problems yeah. is the phrase that he uses. Yeah. Like, what, he barked at you when you walked by, <laughs> yeah. asshole? Yeah, yeah. This dog was giving us problems, you know? So we had to settle it. Yeah. Settle the school with the dog, you know? Dog had to go. What the? F- oh, my God. Yeah. I was so mad when I heard that part. He's so, so psycho. There's a this is a little bit of a digression, but there's a very famous play called Arsenic and Old Lace. Mm-hmm. Familiar with it? I know the story. Yeah, I part of me for people who aren't, it's a play about these two old women who like lure people to their house, like their bed and breakfast, and they poison them with arsenic and they hide the body under the doormat. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart, isn't it? Uh-huh. I don't know about that yeah. part. Classic movie, classic play. Part of me wonders if these two nerds weren't just watching that movie and that's how they came up with the idea of doing arsenic. Like the, it just se- it seems too bizarre to me. Yeah, it's such a weird dichotomy too because, you know, they're talking about poisoning. They're like, oh, a car accident. Uh, how about poisoning? How about we put it in his banana pudding? Yeah, that's a it's jump. Like, Are you guys eighty? Right, that's true. Oh, Robert loves his banana pudding. Yeah. Now, oh, we took care of the dog, so the dog's dead. Let's put it in his banana pudding. I'm telling you, arsenic and old lace. They're yeah. just following what the old ladies did. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Jason. The best friend, Wolfpack buddy, is getting texts from Jonathan, Jonathan Hearn, uh, Costco boy. The Costco king? Yeah, who was being really weird 
and kind of trying to insert himself into their friendship. You know, Jonathan is emailing and texting and like, hey, can I come hang out with you guys? And Jason's like, dude, you're weird. Yeah. What's what's your problem? To be fair, I feel like he's already inserted himself into the relationship. (laughs) Yeah. So at one point, Jonathan texts Jason and he asks for Rob's contact info. And Jason thinks that's weird. So he calls Jonathan to be like, WTF? Why are, you, why are you asking for his info? And then Jonathan tells him that he's having an affair with with Sabrina. Yeah. This guy is so all kinds of weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like a good friend, like a bra, Jason immediately tells Rob what he heard. And then Rob says that he already found out about it. So he had apparently – Sabrina had told him the night before. He'd found out about it. Oh, because Rob found text messages on Sabrina's phone and this is – and confronted Jonathan. I feel like if I didn't know we were doing a sword and scale review, I would have thought you were watching an episode of Pretty Little Liars just then. Like he checked his text messages and yeah. then it wasn't this, like it's – Yeah. You said at the top this is a very convoluted story. It's this a little is, convoluted. This is the part of it where it starts to just be like – Oh, my God. Because the characters are convoluted. Yeah, exactly. They, they're they all trying it's to. It's a straightforward story of girl gets, you know, lapdog boyfriend to, like, kill her spouse. Right. But along the way, you're like, wait, and then you're having sex with each other? Why did you need to knock him off then? Yeah. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, so... Rob's now found out about the affair and they've talked about it and Jonathan and Rob have talked about it and Jonathan feels all kinds of bad and he wants to repent with Jesus, get right with Jesus, and he decides he's going to cut off the affair and that's that for like two seconds. Then they're right back at it. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing will keep us apart. (laughs) He's like, we tried. Yeah. We tried. Again, I'm just going to go back to the the little puss nerd angle here, which is that he's like – we can't do this anymore. And then he's like, oh, crap. No one's going to be interested in me again. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Yeah, exactly. That's just what it seems like. So so that's when they try to poison Robert by putting the um, making him some delicious banana pudding. But then now it's weird because it almost makes it seem like they chickened out. But really, because they, they went back on it and Sabrina calls Robin and is like, don't eat the banana pudding because uh, the bananas went bad. Right. Like, first of all, bananas don't go bad. So yeah. that's a problem. Bad She's bananas, got a lying problem. It turns into banana bread. We all know that brown bananas are good for banana bread. So they're still edible. Exactly. They're not, you're not going to die from bad bananas. I also, to me, the, ton- the case of the bad bananas. <laughs> yeah. 
the timeline of this also is a little odd to me because if it were me, if I was in this scenario, my wife would have called me to say, hey, don't eat the banana pudding. And I would literally be spooning the last <laughs> bite of it. It would have already been done. Like right, right. the guy had delicious banana pudding and it lasted that long. He right. actually didn't get to it. Oh, by the way, in the episode, they say that it's the um, Jell-O brand banana pudding. She didn't make banana pudding from scratch. She made it from a mix. She put water in a bowl. Yes. Stirred it up. That's what she did. Oh, my God. She put milk in a bowl, to be more specific, and banana powder stuff. Yeah. What What was went bad? Yeah. How dumb? Rob's got to be dumb. Definitely. He wasn't thinking. Okay, but I guess he's not thinking, oh, my wife might try to kill me. Right. Yeah. Well, lesson learned there. Bro, I've been going about that for the last three years of my life, and it's a very happy marriage. <laughs> okay, so- so they take back the banana pudding because they're all of a sudden they were like, you know what? They're going to go back and look at our phones and our phone records and we're talking to each other like 18 quadrillion times a day. Yeah. So let's lay low on that and just do it on burner phones. Then we'll kill them. So that's what they did. They just talked on a burner phone and then uh, Jonathan Hearn went in and shot him to death. Okay. <clears throat> so after Rob is found dead – the police investigate, and of course, Sabrina denies knowing anything. And by the way, she's just as psychotic as Jonathan. She's oh, no doubt. So detached and so like I am so. The, it's amazing these two found each other at Costco. Like, what are the chances the two psychopaths just yeah. cross paths? But she's so full of life. Yeah, and so exciting. So I was going to play you a clip of it, but you can barely understand what Sabrina's saying. Sure, when she's talking to the cop on the phone. Mm. So I just printed out a little bit of it. Sure. So we could just do a little, a little reenactment. Here. I got a script yeah. here too. Oh, you do? Okay, do. so you be the cop and I'll be Sabrina. There's no one you can think of that might be upset with him? No, God, no. How about coworkers? Were there any that didn't like him? No, everyone liked him. Everyone, everyone. Hmm, so we don't really know anything yet. But what happened? What happened to him? We don't know. We're still working on it. But what happened? Where was he? Did he take his wallet? His car? I don't understand. Ma'am, calm down. <laughs> you're you're being too excited. I can't understand you over over the enthusiasm. Oh my god. So, okay. So Great performance by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Both of us. Didn't have to put too much into it, you know? It just had to hold back. So, she's asked if she's having an affair and she denies it. But she and Jonathan are talking on their burner phones about, like, how amazing it is that Rob's dead and, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Also, this is not in the episode, but some shady shit started happening right after the murder. Like, Jonathan came over to visit Sabrina and Kelly saw it. So he comes over and um, because, uh, you know, whatever. He came over to Sabrina's house with a handful of gifts and a note that struck Kelly as inappropriate and concerning. And then she says, uh, we're not talking, this is Kelly speaking, the best friend, we're not talking a little thing of flowers. Like, I mean, we're talking a huge bouquet of flowers that just happened to be the flowers that were in her wedding bouquet. Some pretty, pretty serious sounding flowers. Yes. And then Kelly also said that Sabrina shared with Kelly uh, a letter that Jonathan delivered. And she says, it talked about what a wonderful man Rob was and how he wants to be the kind of person he was and all these things, um, Kelly said. And Kelly explained that he she was very put off by Sabrina's reaction to the letter. 
uh, that it was given that it was so soon after her husband's death. And she said, okay, this is Kelly talking about Sabrina. Sabrina said, isn't this sweet? Listen to this. Listen to how sweet Jonathan is. Yeah, so um, Kelly says, so I'm trying not to throw up. I'm trying not to scream, but I was like freaking out. So Jason and Kelly are talking about, you know, something's up. Right. Right? Um, So Jason tells the police about the affair that he knows that Jonathan and Rob were – that, you know, that Jonathan was having an affair with Sabrina. So now the police start following Sabrina and they catch her and, you know, they – she gets caught. Doesn't really matter. If you want to know more details about that, listen to the episode. But Jonathan – so then Jonathan – and this is not going to come as a shock to anybody who knows this type of guy. Totally turns on Sabrina in one second, tells the police everything, testified against her to get a lighter sentence. Right. Yeah. Well, you said it before. I don't know how these two found each other, but they kind of deserve each other, really. Yep. <clears throat> and it didn't matter that she denied it because she left a trail of phone records from the burner phone and all of the hours of time that she logged even on the day her husband was shot. So she is busted. That, that right? was definitely my favorite moment of the episode when she finds out that they could still track everything on the burner phones. I mean, talk about just right. getting totally busted. So busted. So Jason testifies um, in the trial in exchange for a sentence of 25 years and four months. And Sabrina ends up getting 25 to life. And she makes a motion for a new trial. And that is denied. Hmm. So you might be wondering... Whatever happened with Jason and Kat? What happened with the wolf pack? Yeah. Did they split up? Are they still happening with a different couple? What's the deal? No, they split up. Mm, shocking. Jason and Kelly's relationship did not survive the gossip and the outing of their swinger lifestyle. But I did do a deep dive into Jason's Facebook page. Really? Yeah. And he has a meme on there that says, what do you call a large group of baboons? A Congress. <laughs> then it says that explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. So he's um very conservative, very yeah. politically motivated. Mm-hmm. And then there's a YouTube video with Jason's testimony that I was watching, and one of the comments reads, uh, "Jason is not. This is from Trevor Hudson. Jason is not a bad guy. He was my neighbor for years. He was always a caring and helpful friend. Their kid grew up with mine, and they're still friends. They're still friends today." He made a mistake with the wolf pack antics. Uh, Parentheses, wife swapping, et cetera. Yeah, wife swapping. Yeah, that pro- and that's probably what cost him his marriage. Well, it is. There are a lot of very shady things that happened out in Silver Lakes. Too much to mention. Most would never believe what goes on out there. No, I'd believe it. <laughs> I also love when, first of all, thanks for thanks for posting on this weird thread on Facebook. We'll be sure to deliver the message to your ex-neighbor. Yeah. But I also love, and this happens all the time in internet comments, when people like parenthetically make a joke about the thing that they just said. Right, like, this isn't right. a handwritten letter. You right. can type it. You can, before right. you push post, right. you don't need to be, that's probably what cost him his marriage. Well, it is. Like, thanks for the sarcastic <laughs> right, comment on right. your own sarcastic comment. Like, don't bother waiting for a response, and then you can respond back like how normal commenting works. Yeah. Just go do it all yourself. It's just, you got this. Uh, I still don't think we'll ever get used to internet-isms. <laughs> so as far as Kelly Bernatine, she's engaged. She's got a new man. His name is Mason Tressler. Hell of a name. Yeah. Um, and I looked at Mason's Facebook page, Damn. and there was a post of Mason standing with what seemed to be a couple of his kids. And there's a comment under the picture from a Tammy 
Dombrowski that says, quote, we made a handsome son, Bubba. First of all, I don't like people that call their spouse Bubba (laughs) or their ex-spouse. And then right near that comment was one from Kelly that just had a heart. And then Mason commented under Kelly's heart with a heart. That's love. So I ask you. Did she steal this guy from uh, Drombowski, Dombrowski? Are they long since divorced? Like probably they were exes and they're amicable. Does everybody know about the swinging? Interesting. Yeah. Stay tuned next week. We're going to cover all of that. That's it. That's all I got. That's good. Listen, I think it's great that you did all this extra stuff on the, the two friends because you know, I was sort of half joking at the beginning of the episode when you mentioned the two friends. I'm like, yep, remember them well. Because in my mind, I was like, I think I'm going to find out. Maybe I missed a part of this episode. But the friends do add a whole other level to this right. that was not, at right. least in my memory, not covered. And I do think, um, even though we're done, but I think that there's the element. There was something on Jason's Facebook page that was so sweet. It was him out. It was a picture of him and Rob. And it was for Rob's birthday. And it was just basically like, oh, we miss you, brother, you know, Mm. that kind of thing. And, you know, Rob, I mean, uh, Jason did. He testified, you know, he helped from he helped his friend, even though his friend had died. Yeah. I think he did the right thing. So you go, Jason. You deserve every bit of happiness. That's right. That's all. That was great. Thanks. Thanks for listening to our show, everybody. Please tell a friend. We're back. And use our sponsor, ZipRecruiter, if you yes. wouldn't mind, so that we can make some money. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash rewind. It would really mean a lot to us if you yeah. uh, give, us, give us the support, give them the support. Yep. And be careful out there. Look out for monsters under the bed. And we were swinging. Swinging. Yes, we were swinging. Swinging. Little shark.